Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get back! It's the documentary about the Beatles on Disney Plus. We're going to talk all about that. Can't can't believe you watched the whole thing. I love it. Uh, it gets better, Lex. After the first, the first, I don't know, two, three hour marathon session, where everything is just depressing and oh, it just gets a lot better. But I have a question oh, for good. you. Yeah, sure. Did Yoko break up the Beatles? I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah. The Beatles broke up the Beatles. The Beatles did. Yeah. Was it weird having Yoko not there, but right next to John all the time? Yes. Can you imagine right here, right now, on Hill, sitting so close to you that your knees and thighs are touching? Can you imagine that? No. No, of course not. And also that you guys would be okay with it. Yes. Apparently, because I I was looking at that going, wait, what's going on? So I did a quick Google, and her and John, they had made a vow to to not be apart ever. Right. And the other guys knew about it, so they were cool with it. So she just kind of sat there and just... So enjoyed weird. it. That was weird. But, um, <laughs> uh, occasionally, Richie, or as we know him, Ringo Starr, yep. whose real name is uh, Richard, uh, what's his last oh. name? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, they call him Richie. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> his wife would be there, or uh, Harrison had his. Richard Starkey. Starkey, thank you. Um, would have his, uh, I don't know, like. Side guru? piece? No, no. Guru? Not, yeah. not, not yes. a. Like not spiritual? A lady. Spiritual, oh. like guru, advisor, monk, almost ish. And, and then, uh, are we going to do a? Can we give away what's what happens in the second? Yeah, we'll do a spoiler. I, I actually don't know because I've only watched the first episode, which okay. is more than two hours. So hey, and also if you're just joining us, welcome Jason back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Yes, that's right. And Jason is off. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we want to get right into this Beatles documentary. McCartney so. had Linda there, and Linda's kid eventually, and uh, the. In my personal opinion is when you're working like that, yeah, spouses and guests are not allowed. I could not work like that ever. I don't mind for a performance, yeah, when friends and family are there it actually it actually helps me having friends in the audience. Um, because I'm psycho. Um, but, <laughs> but the creed the creed of work, the putting it together that, is done. Weird at that point. What's your opinion of George Harrison after watching the first, the first, uh, not, not, we should well, set the scene. Yeah. The first, the original idea for all of this, um, they, they were going to record it in a, uh, in a TV studio. 
So the opening scenes are a big empty sound stage where they walk in and where's the gear? What are we doing here? And the Beatles really don't really even seem to have a clue as to what's happening or what the goal is. They argue, or they I shouldn't say argued, they discussed having a live show and where that live show would be in Georgia. Harrison vehemently opposed to doing anything live. He really hated live he performing did. for some reason. I did not know that about him. Did you know about that? I, I didn't realize was it was as serious as it was. Yeah, and it, it was in the first segment or the first um, the first piece, the first episode, I guess we're calling it, where he actually walked out and quit the Beatles to sit yeah. around the pubs. Yep. Uh, and that was weird. It was really weird. And they were they didn't stop him. Nope. Or, or <laughs> that, just, him. that feels good. This, this is why I think I. I really liked that first, the first section, because it really there there were there was no uh, narration. Right. There was there was some subtitles in the beginning to kind of set it up, just basically yeah. kind of what you said. But yeah. then from there, it was just watching them work and how they were. Yeah, a okay with family, girlfriends, uh, friends in the studio, and a lot of ordering workers. drinks director um just everybody was there it was really yeah. crowded how are you supposed to do anything creative with all those people hovering around they managed to do imagine. it and to see the creative process behind the scenes that's what kept me going fascinating that's what kept me going um when he was doing um was it let it be or or one of the songs and he just starts strumming his bass like it's a guitar and it sounds at the beginning when he starts, it sounds nothing like what the song came out to be. Yeah. And it was so cool. And a lot of times I, I found myself trying to help him. Yeah, like, like that's not right. That's great. Like when they don't have the lyrics completed, they just sing any old thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then they're looking for lyrics like JoJo uh, was from Tucson. JoJo, and I'm going... Jojo left his home in Tucson, Arizona, and then they couldn't find the, the wow. bought some California grass, and it was like, what, what did he do, blah, 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 and they're making stuff. He bought some California grass, you know, like that. Right. Um, well, I loved that part, too, where yeah. like they, they'd start, and then uh, then uh, Paul would say, okay, how about this? And then John would go, no, 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 we'll do this, and here's why. Yeah. And he was just like... Yeah, okay, let's yeah. go with that. It was Brilliant. the camaraderie, yeah. the joy, the fun yeah. of the creation yeah. that really, it was so fun yeah. to see that. And they had to write like a dozen songs yeah. in like how like two or three weeks or something, right? Right, right. There's just so many different things. About, yeah, it was a bas basically a month, Alexis, yeah, uh, okay. if I remember right. And the deadline, you'll find out uh, down the road, uh, the deadline kept getting pushed back. And the arguing about where they were going to do a live show, and George is always, why do we have to do a live show? <laughs> um, but then I think it's in the second episode where they finally move to Apple Studios, and a gentleman named Billy Preston walks in, Bill, as they called him. He's a piano player, organ player, and they had played with him in Hamburg um, when they were playing with Little Richard. Uh, Billy uh, w um, played for uh, Little Richard in his band. Cool. And he completely changed the attitudes of everybody. They all of a sudden they evolved and they turned into professionals and they were started having fun and they were all smiling and it was really cool. And Billy didn't get enough, as far as I'm concerned, credit 
because yeah. he brought he he kept them together, and he made it fun, and he truly was the fifth Beatle. He cool. should have uh, had a lot more. Can purpose. I ask a question? Yes, please. <clears throat> is yeah. this over? Is this about one album yeah. that they created? Okay. Yeah, and Don and what they decided to do is to do it old school. Um, and play all of the songs live with no overdubs. Oh, okay. So that means wow. there was no starting, no splicing, none of that. Sure. If they screwed up in the middle of the song, they had to start over. Yeah. Uh, right. And it was it's just so, so fascinating, the process. Uh, I have to admit there are a lot of times, especially in the second and third um, episodes, where I had to fast forward. They give uh, Yoko the mic a couple of times. Oh, uh, yeah. I had to turn that time. down. Yeah. And then Linda's, uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul's girlfriend, Linda, she was girlfriend at the time, uh, the kid, they, they let her uh, on the mic. I had to fast forward <laughs> through that and turn it down. It was uh-huh. unlistenable. Uh, but all in all, it's just really, really fascinating. And if you can stay with it, I'm really looking forward to hearing your opinion on the, the second two episodes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep and, rolling for sure. And then the finale is the rooftop concert. And I had never seen it in its entirety. I've just seen bits and pieces. And they did a couple of songs over. Uh, but the cops tried to shut it down. How would you like to be a cop shutting down the oh. Beatles playing on the roof in London? Yeah, no, thank you. And then I there's like, people I on the street. I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. There's people on the street complaining. Little old biddies. They woke me up to my <laughs> death. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm no. like, do you realize you are standing and witnessing history right now? Mm-hmm. They don't have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Just, uh. I just loved everything about it, and they're all just genius songwriters. Uh, Richie, probably the best drummer in the whole wide world. He doesn't doesn't contribute. A lot, uh, a lot in the speaking roles and all of that. Um, but boy, he is always there and always on, and a fantastic drummer. Oh, so so good, Richie. Richie, this is a uh, get back was what we're talking about on Disney Plus, the Beatles documentary that premiered. Uh, gosh, there's way more to say even too. Yeah, you want to talk let's about take it a in break. The next break? Yeah, let's yeah, come, come back on. and we've got a few more things to talk about, especially how clear the video and the audio was. Yeah. So cool to see. Yeah. So we'll yeah. get right back to it when we come back. If you have anything to say, tweet us at Lex and the Cities and at Don at Dark. Don't tweet, tweet Kenny. We'll tell him. We'll be right back. We're talking Get Back, the Beatles documentary on Disney+. Plus. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. I'm Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny. Jason is on vacation. He'll be back tomorrow from New York City. And, yeah, we're going to just dip right back into the Beatles documentary. But just a quick reminder, we do have tickets to give away to Annie at Children's Theater Company. That will be coming up by the end of the hour. So keep listening for that. Lots of great things, too, in our uh, listener rewards to tell you about as well. But Kenny, you watched yeah. all three. Yeah. Peter Jackson, he spent four years editing down. There was 60 hours oh unseen footage. Peter yeah. Jackson, Lord of the Rings yeah. director. Yes. Most yep. famous for Lord of the Rings. And this was previously released uh, uh, in the early days, in I believe it was 1970. And it did not depict them in a favorable light the way it does now. Um, oh, he I just, didn't know that. The director at the time featured all the fighting, the bickering, mm. and just really made kind of all of them look awful. He had a lot of hidden microphones <gasps> and hidden cameras that they didn't even know about. What? So, yeah. So John and Paul would be having these private conversations huddled over a table in a corner, and it was being recorded. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's not cool. 
Right. Well, well now it's this three-part documentary series. It was more than eight hours on Disney+. Plus. And, Kenny, you've watched the whole thing. I couldn't believe how beautiful it looked. Yeah. The sound, the yeah. video, it it looked like it was taped today and not in the, what, 60s? Right, 69. 69. And, and the reason for that is today's technology. I mean, he took all this footage and cleaned it up and digitally. restored it. Oh. Yeah, and oh. made it look really good. So the whites are white instead of being, you know, that weird tannish, faded, <laughs> yucky right. color, you know. Yeah. He just made everything like yellow teeth. clean. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and same with the audio. And a lot of times the audio didn't match. They had more hours of audio than they did footage. Right. So um, sometimes the audio doesn't match the words, but it, it he does that to set the scene, especially when they're having a dialogue with each other and talking. Yeah, so it doesn't seem so out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Even though a lot of it did just feel like just four guys. Yeah. Sitting around having fun, their girlfriends and friends are hanging out, and and if you're into continuity, um, and <laughs> a lot of us are us nerds where we're watching for things. Yeah, uh, there's a million continuity issues, but it it, yeah. it puts it puts together conversations and sets the scene, and it's really not frustrating at all. Yeah, but wait until they get into Apple Studios, um, where it's a smaller room, it's much more intimate. Um, Glenn Johns. Uh, did you notice the? Uh, he's the recording engineer, Glenn Johns. Did you notice how he's dressed? He's a, it's it's impeccable sixties. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, they all looked really, really yeah. great. Yeah. I was looking at yeah. Paul McCartney, going, "What a piece!" He had yeah. that long, kind of shaggy hair, and Ooh. I was like, "Gone." <laughs> I was like. Whoa, Paul, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because personally, like, my mom had Beatles records, and, you know, she signed herself. She, like, wrote, like, Paul, George, Ringo, John. <laughs> I always Cute. thought as a kid that those were signed. Like, it yeah. was a sign. She's like, no, I just wrote it myself. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, so you know, she would talk about it and what the, you know, living in California, she got to, I, I believe she saw them live. Oh, how And cool. how... You know, she would describe the electricity just and we've seen footage over and over of, of what, but how much she loved them. Yeah. She was like in love yeah. with Paul McCartney. I, I can and see I just why. stared at the He's picture and I'm like, what? But, you know, but apparently they I need anything. to look at Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hadn't heard anything and that was a brand new look. It was the same with my mom turned me on to the Beatles and uh, the Stones mm-hmm. and Elvis Presley and all of that in the in the late 60s and early 70s. Same here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mal Evans, he's the that funny-looking road manager. Do you notice him? He's the guy, uh, and I can't remember if it's during the first episode or the second one where um, they're recording Maxwell's Silver Ham- Hammer. Um, and there's a point in the song where you hear a, a hammer hitting an anvil. Oh, yes, probably the second one then. I and don't remember that. One of the Beatles says, you know, it would really sound good if we had a, like, uh, a steel hitting steel, like a, a hammer hitting an anvil. And he said this as they went to lunch. Uh, lunch is over. There's a 300-pound anvil and a hammer <laughs> sitting on the floor oh. in the middle. That's the kind of guy Mal Evans was, and he was always there helping out. Really cool. It's, it's really a bummer that they had to break up. It really is. And I've never given this any thought previously to this. Why didn't they just, if they had an issue with each other, go their separate ways. Take a break. (laughs) Take a break, record solo albums, do whatever, and then come back and continue to be the world's greatest band. I mean, musically, they're all brilliant. 
The yes. Kid, you'll notice they all play all instruments. Ringo plays the piano poorly, but he does. Plays the guitar. <laughs> right. Uh, they all play drums. Yep. Um, they switch off on bass and guitar, uh, and they all. Play, it's just amazing and fun to watch. Well, I always hear, oh, it's the Beatles. It's, t- it's two and a half geniuses and Ringo. Right. But, like, he, <laughs> but like, Ringo gets a lot of credit. You see, he's... Yeah, yeah. No, Ringo is truly a very, very solid drummer. And yeah. uh, he sits there and listens to those dum-dums argue and fight and but he's always there and he's always there with the beat and when one of them recommends they go why don't you do this and and he's right there with it yeah he just does it yeah yeah Yeah. he's really brilliant a great drummer and um as for the rooftop concert they all looked like they were really having a good time oh i can't wait that's in the third episode of the series okay that's pretty much the end i actually might like this honestly even though i don't not like the beatles i just never got into them like other people that know every album and every song you know why you'll really love it it's the creative process yeah just seeing how they create it's so unique right yeah yeah, because most and the time that they wasted, and I think finally one of them, oh, it was George Martin, told them how much it cost them per uh, like foot of tape and how much it cost them every day to have a studio. All the young bands I know, they work this all out in the uh, in their practice space ahead of time. Get these songs down, sure. then go into then the studio. Then get creative. How we, yep. This is interesting. These yeah, guys start it. at ground zero and wow. record virtually everything. Don, I think you'd love it. Being a you know a musician yourself oh, yes. and a singer. Yeah, um, I'm sure yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, for somebody like you, it wouldn't be so much worship of the Beatles. It would be, look at this process. Sure. And you're going to recognize these songs and them singing the wrong lyrics. <laughs> right. <and> not. <laughs> And, and what I noticed in the second and third uh, episodes is they start every day when they get into the studio by just um, wanking uh, on old Beatles songs and making fun of old Beatles songs oh. and playing old Beatles songs wrong. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Different paces, different oh, uh, different cool. versions, yeah, wrong lyrics. And it's really cool to hear them goofing on their own songs that's cool so they really didn't take themselves that seriously yeah you could sense the fun and the camaraderie and it's you're right yeah. it's a shame that that all broke down yeah oh. uh, we're talking uh, the song oh. uh the one after 909 i've been traveling on the one after 909 uh yeah. that was actually a song that john lennon wrote when they were a kid whoa and those and mccartney and lennon played that when they were you know teenagers yeah. and they just trotted it out and finished it off and put it on the album so cool. 